We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, and as always, this is... Abe, hello, hi, how are you? We're back. Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. However, we always like to have these special bonus episodes, whether it's one of our fun commentary tracks, some thoughts on news of the day, or something completely different. And this is a mix of news and some different stuff here. As we, uh, you know, last week we, we talked about Nope, uh, knowing full well that Comic-Con had happened this weekend that weekend <laughs> and now we're now we're here to go over some of the things that occurred last weekend yeah uh, with, with, the guest. With, with the special guest so let's just get to that right now joining us to discuss the events of san diego comic-con 2022 <laughs> wow you went to presenter voice we have from lenoir artur with his costume skills he could even make an orc look pretty it's terrence johnson <laughs> uh hi <laughs> hi terrence hi terrence how are you doing how how am I doing? Uh, we hope I'm you doing, get some rest. I'm doing. I I have gotten some sleep. Good this week, which is nice. And you're COVID um, free, allegedly. <laughs> oh no! Yes. Allegedly, some, are, some yes. haven't been so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> and not allegedly. Just that's the fact. Yeah. Good thing we're doing this over Zoom then. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Terrence, we're glad to have you back on here, and we're mm-hmm. excited to hear about your experience at this year's Comic Con, as well as. Have all of us go over the the amount of Marvel news that <laughs> that Taskmaster <laughs> Kevin Feige decided to drop onto the onto the scene. Uh, but before we get to any of that, before we do any of that, Abe and I we've discussed Nope at length just this past week with friend of the show Jimmy O. Uh, but we we we're aware that you've seen the movie. We actually I wanted you to be a guest on the show, but obviously mm-hmm. Comic Con was a big event and a lot of things were going on. But now yeah. you've had the opportunity to see Jordan Peele's latest film. So I'm curious, what were your thoughts on Nope? Before I say my thoughts, did both of you like the movie? Yes. We did. And I and I would add very much so. Very much so. Yeah. So thinking like top ten material of the year mm, so far. I, yes. Maybe Aaron more maybe. more than I. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm on pins and needles here. I This is tough. I didn't care for it. Okay. I think it's one of the you know when you see a movie and you like recognize what it's doing and what it's trying to say but that it's just not holding your attention. Sure. I think that was me with Nope. Okay. Interesting. I was like, I was like, okay, we're talking about, you know, trauma and exploiting trauma and, you know, grief and like token minorities and all of this. And I'm like, okay, that is great. Is this spaceship an alien or not? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I really struggled with the movie. And I think I I wonder how it would play watching it a second time. Mm Because let me tell you something. The marketing people at Universal deserve every single penny they make and more. Because that full length trailer they dropped, I was like, they just gave away the entire movie. And it was so fascinating to watch this. Mm-hmm. And it reframed every single mm-hmm. gigantic beat that we saw. And so I was wrestling with my expectations of thinking we were going to get something a little more, just a little more alien-y, you know, a little mm-hmm. more, you know, contact. Um, so as it was unfolding, 
and it was turning from like a sci-fi movie into a monster movie. I was like, okay, that's that's interesting, but like the the sort of spectacle of it was I found really fascinating, but like the meat of the story, like the meat of all of the like topics and themes he wanted to touch, I was just kind of like, okay, like okay, can are they going to figure out how to stop this thing or not? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I felt that it was. I don't like I don't, pretentious is not the word I want to use. Good, because um, <laughs> it because it's lazy. <laughs> like yeah, hear, but I like to hear more of your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not pretend, but it is. It comes off. It's like it wants you to wrestle with all of these things, but it like is keeping you arm's length away. I felt, you know, and yes, yeah. specifically mm-hmm. the the monkey sequence. Right. Um, a lot of people saying monkey this week. Chimpanzee? Mm-hmm. The chimpanzee sequence. Um, <laughs> chimpanzee. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and from, from Jordan Peele's own you mouth. You once, okay. You hear twice. You hear yeah. 17 times. Like, I mean, we know what monkeys <laughs> and apes are, guys. <laughs> Listen, it is, you know, uh, the wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> Did um, I did I did I might have recently recently listened to a clip where I said Hitman's bodyguard's wife and it's the other way around and you corrected me on it maybe I don't know. Aha! I see you were coming. You were coming into this. Some, <laughs> yeah, he came in with some I was, animosity. I was, I was posting the story for for Nope on the on the Instagram page. <laughs> I, came, I came across that story and, it, and it's funny. I mean, it was my error. I put it in slow motion. It is funny. You, the, what was funny is you were so adamant that you did not get it wrong, um, and I was like, I can't wait till he rewinds this. <laughs> to listen yeah. it. I know I got it wrong. I'm just I'm just fucking with it now. Just to yeah. be like, I oh, know I didn't. Yeah, so that that sequence, and by Jordan Peele's own admission, he's like, I threw that in the movie to shake it up. And my issue is that while I see how it could potentially tie into the overall themes, like it just made it made the movie really messy. Um, and in the middle, which is not good, yeah. you know, it's especially because like the thing with the shoe. I, it, I was just like, okay, this is just one thing too much in you trying to hit on something like this shoe miraculously standing. Well, it's a bad miracle. Yeah, that that but that just Assum- didn't hit. Assuming that's real and not just his perspective of things. Yeah, it just sure. it was kind of weird. And it was like I was so preoccupied by trying to figure out why that had happened. I completely it took me like a longer beat to realize that that woman was his co-star. The woman with the, the alien like face. Yeah. The wheelchair. Well, the, the woman with the picture of her own character on her shirt. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was, was also just, introduced I was, as his co-star. Yeah. That's, but it was like, I was reeling from this. Sure. Sure. Attack scene. Just trying to be like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I thought so, it was a bit of a dark joke that he was playing. He's like in my first crush and they pan to her and it's like, oh is. boy, this is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. It, I just like it, 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 the movie zigged where I thought it was going to zag. I love that. So reference. that's, that's one, that's one thing. 
to to wrestle with but it just i was like yeah i was like okay some of this is really fascinating and daniel kaluuya is just amazing that he was still that engaging despite being so stoic right was really interesting i liked um the different canvas of the horror like jordan Peele's horror movies are very insular and contained but this one was like way bigger Mm -hmm. bigger in scope bigger in scope um i loved the design of the ship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um all forms of it well i thought that i thought it was really beautiful but i was kind of like what it's just like it couldn't have just been a flying saucer that was eating people it was like it had to be this otherworldly beautiful creature that looked like a film camera um hey, aliens are like if, onions that's what they because say because if because if you didn't know this is also a movie about movie making um yeah you know i didn't i didn't like being taken up with the people when they got wow, stuck in. wow. I didn't. okay that was a it was just it was too this this is what i mean by like it was too, like keeping me at arms. Uh, yeah, it felt very, it felt very um, super eight when you finally see the monster. Wow. Okay. I mean, right? I, would, and, I would go the other way saying it's not disappointing. It's worth seeing that. Just yeah. because of the, I think it's because it holds you at arms really length some... with that, that I appreciated it because it's more terrifying in my mind to think of everything I'm not seeing while getting a sliver of it and the noises and everything, like all of that stuff. Like, yeah, really I didn't need to see them in there. I think it was, I think the opening credit sequence was very effective and it was like, interesting. I was like, okay, that's clearly a callback to the ship, but like it would, it, it, it would have been more effective for me had we not gone up in there. Like the terror interesting. of the sequence is not, oh, we're now seeing these humans get crushed and going through wherever the like hell they were barely see through. anything that's the that's yeah. what i like about it yeah so like why Claire, even let me, go let me ask you a clarifying question on that let me take a step yes. back there were you sort of did that did that part uh interest you in that oh i hadn't i hadn't thought of it this way minus like the seeing people being sucked up in a vacuum type thing but <laughs> was that like a cool uh not even a cool visual more just like was that a cool neat um, action that you hadn't seen before in movies? Like, did you did you at least enjoy the things surrounding what was happening to yeah. those people? I was intrigued by the idea that this is a predator mm-hmm. and, like, a wild animal, so to speak. Sure. And they were going to attempt to deal with it. And it was like, okay, I love when writers put the answer to the problem in the characters mm-hmm. right it's my favorite thing about the first season of broad church it's like mm. the person who is actually the person who did all of the crimes there's different aspects of the of the suspects that all come together in this one person mm. um so i like that it was like okay we've got horse trainers we've got people who are interested in technology we've got people who do film it's like okay all of that is going to come together to like help them deal with the monster mm-hmm. i really thought for a split second there they were gonna tame it and then it was gonna become like the boon to that family that it's like we have for you like you want a real ass spaceship we got one 
that's first, but that's where I thought it was going, and I was like, oh, that could have been really interesting. I um, thought about that pathway too. Tits, you're not alone in thinking or in, in this your point of view of this entire movie. I mean, there certainly have been a lot of people that have said there's just a lot going on. You know, it feels like a lot of different pieces of a different or of a lot of different ideas from Jordan Peele's mind mm-hmm. on the screen. Um, and we sort of talked about that too, but you know, um, definitely, definitely understand your point of view because people, like, especially that Gordy scene, um, people have said this kind of comes out of left field. I don't really know what it's, um, what it's doing right here in the middle of the movie. While I still thought that it was like a super tense sequence, um, you know, I, I, I hear your point of view and again, uh, to each their own, but, uh, did you at least have like a good theatrical experience or were you just like bugging out because you're like, I don't, I'm, I'm piecing together too many things. Right I now. mean, it, it was scary, right? Them little, them little kids in their fucking alien mask. <laughs> was I was like, so fun. I, that was where I first, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Especially because it was just the way that he did. And that, that's why I say the marketing just, they, they need to be paid more uh, because <laughs> that was so creepy and brilliant and a good misdirection. I think, I think that there were there were things about it that I really dug. Um, I, you know, I even dug. I, what I think I appreciated the most is it was like, oh, UFOs, blah 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 blah, and then instantly all of these characters were like, nope, this is exactly what is happening. This is real. Let's deal with it. And we weren't in like trying to figure out whether it really was a UFO and if UFOs are real and nobody in the town believes yeah, that. Yeah, I was talking about that, about that on the review as well. I like that once the once you're set in what's going on, it doesn't try to change the course. Once that, we realized right? that cloud was not moving. Yeah. They were like, all right, let's deal with the problem. Yeah. What I what I said what I said was that um as opposed to being a mystery box like thing that JJ Abrams provide, th- this isn't really a movie about twists. It just reveals stuff when it chooses to. Yeah, there's no, there's no, tur- there's no like turn in the story that's like this is com- this is you know it changes everything I knew about the plot. It's like no, right. it's just it's slowly yeah. evolving and letting you yeah. in on. More I think more. that's what tripped me up about the Gordy scene was because I was like, is this connected to the thing we're dealing with? You know, but right. it's like it had it had nothing to do with kind that of pertains not, to like one character yeah it it's like about, informs it's about character and theme as opposed to being plot that, yeah but it's kind of plot. like you know you've been following the this family right kiki and daniel and then brandon comes into their orbit <laughs> um and you know steven Yeun is in the orbit but it's like it's really them driving the story so like to take that significant amount of time for this other character i was like oh okay um it does begin the movie i mean it, yeah you you are given that sequence that's that's a, the first thing you're given is gordy yeah it's i mean that's, still, that's, that's i mean if you but want that's you what i'm saying the, like, you blame the marketing as far as you were set up to think you're gonna see something but i mean it's, the movie's it's less the movie. about that and more me being like if this is a movie about one particular creature that we're dealing with mm-hmm and you go back to a flat, like, I just thought it ha- it was connected. That's why I said it might be interesting to watch this movie a second time. That's what I was going to say, too. I, knowing I be curious to know everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know just how much more I will 
like because like I said it it feels like it wants to acknowledge all of these things and I recognize them mm-hmm. so it's not a matter of like oh Jordan Peele tried to do 700 things and I caught one it's like I, I got 700 <laughs> <laughs> I got them all yeah. but it just was like the the filmmaking of it was just keeping me at an arm's length where I really could not embrace the movie got it it's like I wanted to entirely fair and the, the only thing I would yeah. the only thing I would say to that is and I'm not saying you're saying this, but it's like if you remove certain things, the movie becomes much more generic in my eyes. And I'm not saying that your suggestion is to remove uh-huh. things, I'm just saying, but, it, but I'm saying in general, like if 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 an audience's thought is why is this here? It only has to do with you know this, this, and this, and not this thing that I'm more curious about. Mm-hmm. The movie becomes very much more standard. And I've seen plenty of standard movies. I wouldn't necessarily call this messy, but the idea of having more than just one thing going on from a thematic standpoint and even a character standpoint that for me makes it and how he's how he's chosen to do it in this case makes it inherently more interesting to me than just a very straightforward version of this yeah and terrence yeah. said on it was more of just you know i know there's a lot going on here i'm gonna leave my brain a little bit at the door <laughs> and i'm just gonna uh, watch this movie through i still dug a lot of what i watched um, and then, you know, I'll pick up my brain and, and we'll we'll think about it. But, you know, to, to your credit, I certainly felt like there were some hiccups here and there and maybe some some time length uh, issues. But, yeah, I, I had a good time with it. Um, yeah. Where would you where would you tell people to watch it then with your with your review? Um, This is universally a peacock, right? <laughs> you're, you're telling no, I'm just to watch kidding. It uh... At home. I so I saw it in a regular I didn't realize it was coming out and I didn't realize it came out in IMAX you didn't see the poster that said select scenes shot in IMAX no <laughs> come on <laughs> I, I, I definitely did it was, it was a comic-con come on yeah um, oh, the poster debuted at comic-con <laughs> it might it might be it, it might be in, intriguing to watch it not because I can just imagine those chase sequences in a gigantic screen they look spectacular i will say you know hoi pan hoitama i was like oh here i see um also kudos to hoit for figuring out how to light black people and like some of his other cinematographer brethren and sisterin um (laughs) you know sometimes like there there were certain scenes where like daniel kaluuya was not lit but it was just his eyes were just reflecting like the minimal light that it was in the space Mm-hmm. that i found like some of the most beautiful but also some of the most scary shit i agree this entire movie i was Very like what is wrong with this man <laughs> so you you'd say probably a theater experience i, I think it's 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 a movie that's going to be worth talking about mm-hmm. so and and i want to you know i also i don't hate it i just don't like it understood and yeah completely fair well, Terrence, thank you for this extended <laughs> yeah. thoughts on these these more thoughts on Nope. Yes. Glad we, we've covered a lot of angles on this film at this point. Um, but with all that said, let's talk about some geek shit that happened at Comic Con. Let's um <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's let's get to let's let's take a trip down the old five freeway into San Diego, California, and uh, figure out what exactly happened this year. So let's start first things first, Terrence. You you like to go uh you know doing some cosplay and getting dressed uh-huh. up for, for the events. What were your uh, what were your costumes this year? What did you create for Comic Con? Uh, I created one costume, but I brought I actually created two. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna do one every day. Oh, wow. and then by Saturday, because I was also going down for work, 
I was so over it that I just wore regular clothes on Sunday. I was like, I, I was like, I cannot put on another costume. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I have to be as comfortable as possible. Um, so I brought with me uh, sort of like a witch king outfit, which I I wore to the Labyrinth of Jareth masquerade last year. Okay. Um, a very fun long coat with a foam crown and that that costume is very hot um temperature wise right uh oh, well, no i mean it's also very it's, it's i mean it's, it, oh it's it's an amazing outfit and I'm, yeah all the work that i put into it is great um on friday i was aaron deer from the upcoming lord of the rings rings of power who plays oh. aaron deer ismael cruz cordova oh, okay uh so he is the black puerto rican elf and so I learned I learned how to glue on the elf ears I purchased at 1 a.m. before the, the of the day I was supposed to wear it. Um I should just tell you what oh my Comic Con nights were in shambles. Uh and then I did Steve from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Heard of uh, Scoops Ahoy, Steve from Stranger Things. You made that costume too? No, I bought that. So mm. season three, Steve. <laughs> yeah i haven't watched the new season mm-hmm. yet um when they said every episode was going to be over an hour and i said i will get to you when i get there <laughs> um because i i just refuse uh <laughs> i need i need like a long 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 weekend and maybe i'll dive into it uh but yeah those were the three things that i did three nice. concerts that i did the fourth one that i made was Blackbeard from Our Flag Means Death. Oh, oh man. Nice. But you didn't wear that one. I didn't wear I just I could not fathom yeah, just... putting on a leather jacket, which I made from scratch. Yeah. Leather pants, which I also made from scratch. So I put a lot of effort into this thing, but I was like, I'm not wearing full leather and a wig when I just mentally am not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You, you can you can take it to the when you go and see Thor Eleven Thunder again in a double feature of no <laughs> I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder yet. Oh, so, you only see uh, the first. There you go. You see it the first time. Where you're, you're I'm waiting for that. Sentence. I'm waiting for that to come to Disney Plus. <laughs> hey, wear, um, wear it on the couch while you watch it. Take a picture. Yeah, wear it I'll, sometime. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I'm very, I'm very proud of that costume, and it, and it's a cool you know, costume. it was, it was a, a labor of love to try. I finished it like the day before I was supposed to leave. Um, which, if there are any people listening to this and you want to do cosplay at Comic Con, finish your costume a week early. Oh, okay. If you cannot finish it a week early, don't do it. <laughs> but you were gluing elf ears. At I was. But see, figure out how to glue elf ears versus like needing to make that like tree armor that he has mm-hmm. in a short time span. It's totally different. I think it took me it took me about three weeks to make that costume. Karen, just a question for you. I'm just still impressed that there's um, black Puerto Rican elves in Order of the Rings now. Like that's a nice yeah. step up from yeah. the very white Order of the Rings and, and a black were, trilogies. They were, yeah, those elves were very Aryan looking. <laughs> Terry, yes. did you find or did you see any costume you're like, holy shit, like this is amazing? Oh gosh, I saw a lot of Moon Knight cosplayers. Like the actual when he's Moon Knight, Moon Knight, or when yeah, he's, when uh, he's Moon Knight, I've seen Moon Knight and yeah, when, he, when, yeah when, he, when he's the museum curator, yeah, and and Mister Knight. Knight, yeah. Um, I think there was one Moon Knight who, guy who I was like, I can tell that you made that yourself. Wow, cool. and I'm and I'm not one of those people who's like, 
oh, you bought this from a store. Buy from the store. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you want to be the character and you want to cost, buy from the store. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, as Ina Garten would say, uh, if you can't make it yourself, uh, buying it from the store will be totally fine. Um, <laughs> you know, so that was pretty cool. I saw somebody who was. I don't know. If, are you guys watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds? What's Star uh, no. Trek? <laughs> no, I'm not. What Star Trek? I know Aaron is completely <laughs> off that that wagon. I am not watching this show. I've heard good things about Strange yeah. New Worlds. I have never been more disappointed in you. <laughs> this is not new. Like, you didn't this know is, this he was not, a This Star is not Wars a discovery yet? you've made about me that I. So I you. So you're 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 like star wars dude to the bone and you're like out of f star trek i didn't say that at all i'm just i don't have an interest in star trek i have what? nothing against star trek i don't mind anyone that did I mean, it's, it's just it's just not my thing this I is have not to recon- new. I, I might have to reconsider this our is friendship. Not new um <laughs> yeah so there's a episode of this season of star trek where they get into a nebula that's also a conscious being mm-hmm. and one the doctor Benga has been keeping his daughter on the ship because she's very sick and the nebula recognizes her pain and sort of puts everybody into like a kid's story so like the story that he reads to her every night he puts the crew of the Enterprise uh, into that story so you get like dress up renaissance fair mm-hmm. on a starship Um, and it's funny and it's amazing and there was a cosplayer who did uh Yuhura plays the evil queen in this story and she made her costume and it looked incredible. Nice. Um yeah, and then you thought the episode was all fun and games, and then they were like, just in case you forgot, we're gonna stomp your feelings out. Uh which they did. So <laughs> turned into a Babadook situation, got it. It was it was real, <laughs> it was real emotional. Those last like three episodes, I was like, damn. Really good. Where did where did my feel good? Where did the show I I turned to to be happy go? <laughs> Everything's all turning uh, gritty now, Terrence. You know, Not, yeah. It didn't everybody's gritty. In their it just got way more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, ooh, I was not prepared for that. So I think I think she was probably my favorite, um, cosplayer that I saw because I wanted to do something from that episode, but I just ran out of time. Well, you brought four costumes: Moon Knight yes. and Uhura. Queen Uhura? Uh, uh I can't remember. It's 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 not it's Uhura. It, her queen name wasn't Uhura. Oh, okay. But she Got played it. like the evil queen. Noted. Okay. Well, moving on to like things that you had seen there, minus like all the Hall H stuff and the Marvel stuff, which we're gonna get into. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything there that you were just like, hey, this is really cool that nobody is reporting on? Um, I was I hopped on the Battleship Pretension. Hey, podcast. friends of the show. Uh, yes, friends of the show. Um, and I, if I could go to Comic-Con and just go to panels where the below the line talent got to sit up on a panel and talk about their craft, and that was all I did during the Comic-Cons, uh, I think I would have a good experience. Okay. It is really, really cool. I, that You know, my Hall H is nice, and I did it for Lord of the Rings, which we could talk about. Um, but like when I go to a convention, I want to attend the convention. (laughs) I don't want to just be in line the entire time. So, you know, this is a really cool chance to like, see how the things that you love have come to life and really dig into people with like really fascinating skill sets. So I went to a panel that had the costume designer of Moon Knight 
and Watchmen. And I was like, dang, nobody, we're not going to ask no questions about the Superior Costume Show? <laughs> Watchmen? <laughs> like, I would love to, I would have loved to dig into being like, how did you come up with all that? But it was fun because it was like, there were six Moon Knights in the audience. Mm-hmm. So it was like this fun sort of thing as she was talking about. It was, it was a panel about how cosplayers can use tips from like the people who actually created the costumes and makeup looks and infuse them into their work. Um, so it was sort of great to hear. And she gave like some behind the scenes of like the first time Oscar Isaac put on the suit was the day that he had to shoot in it because they shot during COVID time. So she was like, she had the stunt guys who were practicing all of their stunt work where they were shooting Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And she was like testing it on them. But the first time he actually, it was like, all right, it fits, wonderful, great, head to set. Uh, it's time to shoot, which is crazy. You know, even if you think about just cosplay, like you want to put the costume on and walk around in it before you have to be mm-hmm. somewhere, you know, let alone shooting action scenes and trying to act as what, two, three, four, seven hundred different people. Um <laughs> So that was really that was really awesome. I I just I've 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 started to become the type of person. I was like, all right, that, those are the panels I'm going to seek out. Like, I'll go to some TV stuff, um, which we can talk about. But yeah, those sort of lower key panels I really love. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And when I was doing Comic Con, it was, you know, it's certainly hard to mix doing like the Hall H stuff and like some of the significant panels, as well as like why did you just stuff that you're interested in. Like, mm-hmm. like the black panel or you know any number of yeah. like very specific mm-hmm. ones that like have interesting speakers to think you know that you want to listen to or what have you but you know you just you just you try what you can basically but in that with that in mind i, I do know yeah you did manage to attend some panels that related mm-hmm. to things that you're you know generally interested in that are you know major shows or what have you that are coming out what were yeah let, let's let's talk about that a bit before we get to the the, the marvel stuff what what were like some <laughs> hits for you in regards to like shows you're looking forward to or like those kind of panels so lord of the rings the rings of power mm-hmm. obviously it. I, I did a costume. uh the <laughs> it, money is the money is the money is on that screen it better be um, it was it was cool to be back in Hall H. I don't think I've been in Hall H since 2013. Wow. Um, yeah. At one point, I was just like, I'm. I just I want to go to the. I don't want to wait mm-hmm. all day on Friday. Right. You don't want to wait for your life to be over. <laughs> My life will be over if I get in that line. Where have all the cowboys gotten here? <laughs> so, I was like, I'll do the wait on Thursday because I they said the stuff was being handed out at 7.15 and I was like, 7.15 to get a pass versus 9.15 is like totally different. Yeah, it's pretty like, cool. Okay, yeah, I, I can at least get back to my hotel room at a decent hour. Um, So I did that one. It was very cool. They channeled DC. I remember I remember DC being the first to sort of open the screens and all open that. Open the screens, but they, they you know, Amazon. I, and I've never been in the room for DC, so I don't know how far it went. But they essentially it was like three quarters of the room was yeah, that's gigantic that's panorama. That's, that's what they do. It was, and they started it, but they started it off with like this thing where it was like all of the lands and the characters and like all these effects. And I was like, one, I needed a warning because I did not know <laughs> what was going intense? on when it first started. <laughs> Got it. And also, I was like, can I? I wish it was longer. I didn't have time to like 
look at everything that was on these screens. <laughs> uh-huh. There's only so like there's only so many places in the room you can look at, you know. You only have but so much peripheral vision. Terrence, to be you able gotta to get steal. a 360 camera. It was uh so that was cool. They brought 20, 20 of the 22 cast members and the two showrunners, and it was Stephen Colbert was there, and it was a lot of fun, and oh. I was happy to be there in costume. Um it was great to see, you know, it's great to see some some people of non-Caucasian descent. <laughs> in uh-huh. in your fantasy mixed in with the people of caucasian descent mm. um because i like those actors too so it got you appropriately excited for this show yeah i'm excited good. for the show that's good hey yeah um, marvel spent a, or i'm sorry amazon spent a lot of money on it and the money is on the screen <laughs> God, yeah. how, how much yeah. of a preview did you get to see they showed us so the trailer that they dropped i think mm-hmm. that trailer is like three minutes long which i was like damn it's a long trailer a long trailer, a long trailer. Yeah. um <laughs> and then they showed they broke the cast up into like four different chunks and they showed like a scene per chunk. So four, four oh, additional cool. scenes. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. That's pretty clever. And Bear McCreary kicked off the panel, um, conducting the theme for the, sh- I think the theme for the show written by Howard Shore. I was or, literally about to the... ask you who's doing the score for the show. So Bear McCreary is doing yeah. like the music on them. That makes sense. Howard Shore is doing the theme and the prologue. Okay. And Bear McCreary is doing the score for the show, which, you know, makes Howard, Howard Shore is not about to be here scoring 50 hours of television, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the, at the speed that you need, you know, a composer to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that was very cool. And then the other TV thing I went to, which is the only other big panel I went to was interview with a vampire, uh-huh. AMC. Um, and I was in, I was intrigued because of course, we know the book and we know the movie. And I was like, oh, some black people in this too. <laughs> um, the black people are coming for all of the roles. Uh, yeah, the movie's got Antonio Banderas. So, you know. <laughs> yes, he's there. Presumably uh, there are other people of color in those catacombs. Tony B. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, allegedly. Um, but Jacob Anderson, so Grey Worm from Game, from of, Thrones Game of Thrones, is too. playing the Brad Pitt part. Uh, uh, and Sam Reed is playing... Tom Cruise's what, part. What's a Sam Reed? I think he's an Australian actor. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was really interesting. They showed a trailer. They had the cast there. They had the production designer, which was fascinating. You know, as I talk about people below the line, she got to talk about the show is set in like a particular era of New Orleans. So they moved it to New Orleans. They've woven in Jacob Anderson's race into the character and into the show in an interesting way. And it's like, it's set in like a 20 year period. The production designer was like, like this version version of New Orleans only lasted for 20 years. So she was like, essentially we've got to recreate this, this city that was like gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was very cool. Uh, It looks, it's very, it looks very messy. They called the relationship between Louis and Lestat, the Fiona album, Apple album of relationships <laughs> and you, and you know, and I love, a t- I love, I love messy gaze. So I, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for the show. Uh, RIP and race. Yeah. And I think, I think they're going to bring in some other characters from her other books. I oh, think okay. they might have the rights to be able to do that. So they were like, Oh, if you see a Easter egg, it's probably going to pan out. So. 
I'm looking forward to uh that's on AMC or AMC Plus? AMC. AMC. Okay. Um AMC Plus, Jesus. I don't know. Everybody's got premium. Is that where is that where Dark Winds is? No, it's on AMC no as well. Okay. I, I I've been watching Dark Winds on demand, so it's uh, yeah, it's on AMC. And yeah, it, I have it. But AMC Moonhaven Plus, but is on AMC Plus. Moonhaven's the on Joe Manganiello show. Yes. Okay. I watched an episode of that. He's in it. <laughs> don't don't do don't do Joe like that. He's, he's, he's I haven't fine. seen he, it yet. He does he does the job. Damn. It's, I haven't seen it. it's got one of the one of those hobbits in there too. One of the it, hobbits? Marin. Mary. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The hobbit that I can't stand. The lost hobbit. <laughs> which one's which one's Dominic Monaghan? I never remember. It's what it's Mary or Pippin? I think it's Pippin. Uh, no, I think it's Mary. Yeah, Dominic Monaghan, Mary. That's the guy yeah, from the Lost. Okay, right? so Pippin yeah, is the Lost Hobbit. Like I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, that's what you meant. I thought you meant like yeah. he's he's not around. Well, there's only one missing Hobbit. That's that yeah. one yeah. that people complain about. That's not in the movies. What's his name? Tom yeah, Bombadil. So those... <laughs> yeah, well, that's the lo- that's the Lost Hobbit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is and those are the two big panels I went. I don't to. know. I don't read these books. But I assume Tom Bombadil's a Hobbit. Is he a Hobbit? I don't know. We're gonna get a lot of fan mail, but uh, he's a fun character in the book. Please mail us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> P.O. Not that threat. <laughs> what's um, the What's the email for this podcast? Outnowpodcast at gmail dot com. Of course, yeah, write to us. <laughs> uh, were there any? Uh, you. I mean, it sounds like the things that you wanted to see worked out for you. As far as hey, it got me, got you excited. Yeah. Some degree. Were there any like surprises? We'll get to like the Marvel stuff in a second, but were there any like surprise things that you were able to see that were interesting? Um, not really surprises. I attended way less panels this year than I have in the past. Uh-huh. Um, so I was really focused on when I got a chance to go just on quality. Um, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I was like, let me just a black and queer panel. Boom, I'm a go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Michael Giacchino being hungover hosting the superhero music panel i'm a go cool uh that one that one was a lot of fun to it was almost equal women to men which they made sure to point out at the beginning of the panel they tend to like doing that he was like you remember how in 2019 you asked why there were more women well we've got more and i was like okay like all right i okay um, but yeah, lots of people working on Marvel and DC projects, lots of people who can't talk about exactly what they're doing on specific Marvel and DC projects. Yeah, that makes it fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, I found out that She-Hulk was going to be nine episodes in that panel. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting bit of scoop. She's got to do a lot of lawyering. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, that's why it's nine episodes here. Yeah, you got to lawyer it up. <laughs> She's lawyering. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that that was pretty much yeah. Okay. And now you want to talk about Marvel? Well, let's talk about Marvel. Let's talk about yeah. the, the. Well, yeah. these are the things that we can uh, enjoy with you because they were announced to everybody. That's <laughs> that's why we have to hold on to them. Yeah. We have to be there in some way, Terrence. <laughs> yeah, and I and I think, um, you know, it's 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 what's interesting about Comic Con, right? It's like how do you make that experience? For the people who are at home, but also make it really, really special for the people who are there. Um, and Marvel tends to have to walk that line. Well, they show you stuff that you can't see anywhere else, so that helps. You get clips and things. And, until it's, you know, posted online and then it becomes a 
a movie series at Fox. Those did about those... a talking mercenary, and then it moves to Disney, <laughs> where it's apparently still going to be rated R. So yeah, those those Disney snipers are out there. I haven't seen anything from the panels as far as the Guardians. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. I was when Marvel. I was like, let me get something to eat <laughs> when Marvel <laughs> was on. I was not. So we might, we might, I might be learning all of this stuff the same as you as you go through it. All right. Well. I'm not going to go through the order that Kevin Feige. Right. We'll, we'll go. Let's get, let's get through like what they're talking about here. So like the, I guess we should, we could talk about this first as well. Cause like, so we, we're in the phase four currently. Right. And yes. we, and we, we've just like, we've just ended, we've just had Thor. We just ended Miss Marvel. Next up is She-Hulk attorney at law coming in August. And then black Panther Wakanda forever hits in, in November. Um, so as we go through this, yeah, Feige announced that Black Panther is the end of Phase 4. That's the final film for Phase 4. So before we move on to the other stuff, let's talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever um, mm-hmm. and this trailer. Uh, I can note that like on as far as the stage goes, from what I saw, they had like a whole uh, like African tribal dance take place on stage in Hall H. And yeah. everybody was there. Cougar's coming out, getting all emotional on stage, as he should. And you know they all talk about how it's a work of love, and they did all their things. So the then they Bay showed Area's own Ryan yeah. Coogler. So then they then they showed this trailer. This is like one of the last things they did too, I think. Right? Like it, it was came like yes. really late, um, which it makes sense. It's a showstopper. But so this trailer, this trailer hits. I've watched this trailer a lot now uh, because I want to. Uh, but Terrence, what, what did you think of the of the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer? I was watching this trailer as I was walking to my coworker's apartment. And so I was like, the first time I watched it, I didn't absorb it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've, I've watched it again. Um, I think it's very good. I was talking to my dad about this movie because I think Black Panther was the first Marvel movie that he saw. And then he saw that one and then he saw Infinity War. So he hadn't seen anything else. But like, imagine the shock of being an older Black guy and you finally see a Black superhero on the screen. They go to Infinity War. <laughs> they turn him to dust. That was such a funny conversation. Um, Did you watch Endgame? He did. He did watch. He eventually watched Endgame. So I, I, and, I, and, and I was like, yeah, he's going to come back because they're not going to. But like I was talking to him, I was like, I'm concerned about the story of, of what this movie could be. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, are they going to, you know, are they going to kill off T'Challa? Or are they going to try to pretend that he's still there and just shift the focus away? Um. And I was like, how in the world are they going to do And then I was like, when in the movie are they going to do that? Are they even going to market it? And so I was very happy to see this trailer that they are like... Fully acknowledging. Yeah, we're acknowledging it. We're going to use it to drive this, the story in a very, it seems, emotionally enriching way. Um, I was like, how does Namor factor into this? I still don't know. Um, I have my thoughts, but I don't need to get I guess it. he might be fled in Wakanda, which I could I didn't think he could do without the Phoenix Force. Um but yeah, it was it. You know, we're getting, you know, black people versus indigenous people to hopefully team up together at the end to defeat something bigger. White That's people. my hope. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, um, but it's I, I I like I like I like the tailoring of Namor to the actor's race mm-hmm. as opposed to the other aquatic hero who who shall not be named <laughs> we don't we don't have to name okay. him yeah. hydro some, man <laughs> somebody brought it up they were like there is nothing 
Pacific Islander about Atlantis in those movies. Is there, how, can you recall? Well, to be fair, is, he's mixed race because it's yes, because Samura is Morris a, is his father. In, is in, there a, a very, single very person of color? <laughs> Have you, was there a single person of color in Atlantis? Yeah, there's some black people in the crowd when he's fighting Patrick Wilson. Where? In, in, the, the, in the top row? <laughs> away from all the action <laughs> the 200 level seats i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying they're wrong. yeah so <laughs> it, i was like i was like oh damn that was a, a really big missed opportunity for them um you're saying that even though it is a movie that cast jason momoa in the lead i mean it's not yes. like we're not gonna name him. but i like i like i like i like the tailoring of of the you know i, I like that um it gives you know it gives some uh, different actors a chance to play superheroes and It'd be blue, <laughs> um, blue when they're so, blue when they're out when they're above water. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, it's a uh, yeah. I'm I'm really intrigued by how it's gonna all pan out and who's gonna be the Black Panther by the end. I have my theories, but Martin Freeman, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I would I would love for it to be Winston Duke. I know it's not going to be listening, but I would love so much for it to be him. <laughs> Costume's not big enough for it. Listen, I know effects can make change. A... I know effects change every time. But... <laughs> we can make a stretch. Um, That's yeah. a big man. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, that would be. That would just be delightful. <laughs> just, they just Shazam it and everybody's a Panther. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, hey, hey, what do you, you think, think of the trailer? trailer? You know, uh, we, we were talking about this sort of like off mic and kind of just how emotionally charged it was, uh, especially with like the musical choices that they have there with the Bob Marley in the beginning um, and kind of just like what you're seeing on the screen here. And I was telling you, I was like, I don't know if I'm, I'm emotionally ready to watch this movie <laughs> yeah, because of everything that we know in actuality that has happened with you know, Chadwick Boseman uh, tragically passing away um, and then kind of just like the way that it's being integrated with the story, like what you're saying, Terrence. And I haven't read too much about what uh, the thought process was, the thought process was, but certainly I read some things about how Ryan Coogler was just like, you know, I've never really been put in this position before. I'm just like, I have to write this into a movie now. Um, and I'm going to be very, very curious to see how it goes. But from a standpoint of just what you're seeing on the screen here, Black Panther was one of like the cleanest looking Marvel movies that I had seen. Um, mm-hmm. Just in terms of how uh, how crisp the lens was, and I until that final worked. fight, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. kind of in the dark, um, and sometimes too, <sighs> because they're like on they're in like the the mine shafts. But yeah, uh, but no, for the most part, like you know, you're seeing a repeat of that here, which I'm glad. Um, you know, it looks clean. Um, everybody, it looks as though he he definitely knows how to like. Shoot it looks things. like a director worked on the movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, like we, we talked about like other. We've talked I want to dance sort of, around this. I like I like these here and there. There's some that stand out, but like this movie looks like it's directed. It, it, it looks like looks there was like, thought and care put into it. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like, <laughs> sort of the way that we were talking. We were all talking about Eternals when we saw the trailer. We're like, this actually looks like they were actually on location. Or, but you know, uh, movie is a different thing. But with all that being said, the Wakanda Forever trailer, I I really dug it a lot. And Aaron, I haven't seen it twice. I, I mean, I've seen it twice, but I haven't seen it more than that. And I think from the standpoint of me watching even more stuff, I'm probably not going to watch a full uh, trailer number one. If this is the teaser, I'm probably not going to watch anything else. And I'm just going to wait for, for the uh, movie to come out and go check it out sort of with freshest eyes possible. But I love everything that they're doing here. 
introduction of Namor as well. Um, I really dig that they're not really going for what I guess maybe you've seen in the costumes in in the comics where he's just got like slick back hair and like he's wearing like a black you know speedo kind of thing. Um, I mean, he's got he's got the green speedos and wing yeah. shoes. Like he's got wing shoes, yeah. But I mean, you know, he's got some he's got some adornments on um, yeah additional adornments as well, which I dig. But I I'm I would love to see where it's gonna go. I'm really bracing myself to just be like, well, I guess I'm just going to cry in the theater for a few minutes, <laughs> um, you know, before before the, the lights turn back on fully. I hope they give us that time, just like in the dark, you know, when they show the credits before yeah. the lights actually, the house lights kind of turn up. I hope that funeral is the first we the first thing just well who knows what if they we Paul Walker us and he's like he leaves to have a, a beautiful life Ooh, with like his wife I, we're seeing that funeral in the trailer of the movie i mean it's <laughs> put it's that thing yeah. first I let saw us some glimpses of it yeah let but, us let us well, what i like is that it's you it. know it's african culture meaning that it's not going to be just a dower fest as far as funerals oh, yeah. it's going to be a very yeah. light like just like the ceremony in the first movie it's going to have right. all kinds of things going on which I, i'm looking forward, forward to. to all that too and then lastly is just more of um we talked that it was coming out in november and i was like well here we go <laughs> best picture um so Ooh, i, I, I have oscar I have, talk in july I, I i've got i've got some chills thinking like when i saw it i got some chills um when I saw it the second time, like I just got like continuous goosebumps throughout. So I'm really, I'm really excited for Black Panther, but I also want to like, you know, temper my expectations. And again, I probably won't watch any more marketing materials. Although now that you mention it, mm-hmm. the thought of this movie being nominated for Best Picture would light some of these fanboys' eyebrows on fire. And now I kind of want it to happen. <laughs> this is cinema, Martin Scorsese. It, and it would be really fascinating if the only Marvel movies that made it. Are, are are the movies are Black Panther? Yeah, we're right. Yeah, person of color directed. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's where I am with it, Aaron. How about how about you? As I've alluded to, I've watched this trailer a lot because it's just it's just a good trailer to watch. I yeah, I don't think there's been a better Marvel trailer. Uh, I I guess I can't think of one that's regardless of how excited it got me, just like one that's better constructed than this. Like the, there's like yeah. Infinity War trailer that's pretty effective, but like. Even by a large, looking at some of the other trailers, like the the first Avengers trailer is awful. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, it's <laughs> like there are certainly ones that get you excited just because, like, huh, they're actually making a Winter Soldier movie. I, I never thought I'd see that before, but here we are. But like this one is so, it's so keyed into what it wants to do, and it obviously has a huge you know context to play into as far as the nature of the star of the previous movie not being around anymore. So it's like, well, how do you? What do you do with that? And then as you see, it's establishes, okay, well, we deal with it head on. And I admire that. Right. But just to, like as a work of, you know, a work as like a short film, as I like to look at trailers, because I'm fascinated by trailer editing. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I've said this before. Like I, I, I find, I find trailers fascinating as far as how they're put together and whatnot. Some are obviously they're not all good, but like just that process that that's, mm-hmm. that's an, that's of interest to me. And the choices made here to highlight so many specific things, as far as what characters were important you know, what's their frame of mind? What's the tone of this? Mm-hmm. And how do you transition that because you have to sell a movie? Like, I mm-hmm. think it's just all excellently handled. And that's so key with the music where you have this cover of No No Woman, No Cry. And the way it brings it in, that transition moment when you suddenly hear Kendrick Lamar, it, it's so good. <laughs> like, when yeah. you, as far as what it's affirming to you, where it's like, yes, there's something we need to deal with. Everyone's going to be dealing with that, including the audience, and it's okay to feel bad about this, or at least to you know to have a level of grief. But then there's this also shared experience of 
we're going to get through this. We're going to be all right. And you just, and it, once it clicks right there and you have Ironheart and Shuri like high five, it's just such a great moment yeah. that propels mm-hmm. the rest of this trailer into, by the way, there's spectacle here. Right. Like there's going to be Namor. There's going to be explosions. There's going to be all these other characters that you're excited to see. And then Angela Bassett comes in also is like, by the way, we should have given her an Oscar by now. Cause here's my speech <laughs> that I'm going to give in the movie. It's like, there's so many little elements in this that just make it this perfect little construction of, you know, three minutes to highlight what this movie is going to be and what it's going to, what the impact's going to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like anyone can get emotional by this by nature of what's happened or nature of just where the world's been for the past few years or what people have experienced. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know, it, there's a lot of things going on that, you know, could easily, you know, get you amped up based on like what the mood of this trailer is and where it takes you. So it's, I just think it's a really effective trailer overall. And what we're seeing is very impressive. Like for me, Ryan Coogler is three for three for me. I mean, as far as what he's been doing, I, I, I think I fruit fail station with I think actually all of his movies are on my top 10 lists of their respective years between that Creed and the first black Panther. So it's like, I don't have a reason to be like this, you know, this better be good. It's more like, well, it keeps delivering, but having watched this trailer, it's gone from this must've been a huge task to, good i i'm happy he seems to have sorted through this and i look forward to yeah. seeing the end result right I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it um i you know i am just i i'm i'm very marveled out <laughs> i hear you i'm very marveled out um and so i'm glad that there's something marvel related that really sparked i was like okay yeah I, the the joy right I, and i like miss marvel a lot um but uh this is this is the thing that i'm looking forward to mm-hmm. well terrence that's gonna be the end of phase four so let me talk about if you're marveled out the 15 other shows and movies that they've announced <laughs> when <laughs> when they were like phase six i was like excuse six? me yeah. where are what what where are we right now <laughs> Do you know how old I'm gonna be when we get to phase six? What about freaking phase six. Good. I mean, grief. 2025, so not that much older. I mean, it's like... Two years older. I can feel it in my bones. I, I will like we can we we'll just let's just go through this as as we, yes. as we can here. So we have so phase five starts in February with Ant-Man Quantumania. So that's the that's the first entry into entry point into phase six, which has mm-hmm. which has Jonathan Majors as Kang. That's what the preview is highlighting, apparently, or the, like the little clip they showed or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, all the all that Ant-Man you can handle. Making Peyton Reed one of the few directors who have taken on all three entries in his yeah, I was going to ask, is it three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He famously took it over after Edgar Wright parted ways with Marvel, and mm-hmm. he's been on ever mm-hmm. since. Um, so, Quantumadia. Uh, do, mm-hmm. do, should I be gauging your excitement for each of these as I go through them? No, or, no. If, any thoughts? If, if we have like strong excitement, we'll we'll chime in. Fair enough. Okay. I'm excited for Kang. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it, it's a reason for me to watch the last episode of Loki again. <laughs> Just be prepared. <laughs> Get up. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would encourage you to do that. But um... I could manage. It's an hour. It's not. It's <laughs> not an hour and a half like Stranger Things or or two hours like the last one, right? Yeah, Loki beautiful music and i'm actually very happy that that yeah. got Emmy nominated for its music um but the show I, is i mean i didn't say i'd watch the whole thing i said I'd watch the last episode. <laughs> just the last yeah. episode. Yeah. uh okay. okay so spring 
So that's February. Spring, we have Secret Invasion, a new TV series, which features uh, Nick Fury, of course, as well as the Scrolls and mm-hmm. various other people. Uh, I don't have all the casts listed in front of me, but like it's, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a it's got a lot of people, a lot of people in it. Yeah, it has a lot of people. It was something that I forgot about, uh, just in terms of what happens at the in, in Captain Marvel. Um, but here we are. I'm trying to think, like, what? Where is it? It where? What's which one's the one that ends with Sam Jackson, like off world? Captain Marvel. No, it's not Captain Marvel. It's um, one of the, it's one of the later ones because it's. It was another, yeah. It was another one where he's like hanging out, drinking uh, a beverage, but it's like he's it... in space. Spider-Man it? with but Jake Sp- Gyllenhaal? Yeah, it's, it's that Spider-Man. Okay. God, when did that come out? 2019. <laughs> what, oh. is, what is time? <laughs> I know. I'm what is time? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so kicking off May, the, you know, the May Marvel movie, you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Did they, they didn't, they didn't, James Gunn wasn't there, right? He was. He was okay, there. What? Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. It was a cast, yeah. Like everybody but Batista, because he's just super busy. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So he's always doing stuff. I'm excited to see where he's going to end this or how he's going to end this. Yeah. He's very much made it clear that this is the end of this iteration of the Guardians. So this is, mm-hmm. and this has clearly been the story he's been, you know, wanting to tell throughout this thing. So right. we'll be closing the loop uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to this version of the Guardians. Uh, during the summer, you also have Echo, uh, another series. This is based on the, uh, the character Echo, who was introduced in the Hawkeye TV show, a, a, a deaf character, a deaf Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, character gets their own uh, series here, which will evolve. Uh, what's it? Uh, Daredevil and Kingpin to some capacity as well, I'd assume. Um, let's see. Later in the summer, you get Loki season two, still Lokian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the Marvels <laughs> come around in July, which is the show that will feature, of course, Captain Marvel as well as Miss Marvel and Monica Rambo. Mm-hmm. Who's direct? Nia DaCosta from the Candyman. She's directed. Oh that wow! One. Okay, cool. Uh, then in November, it's still Phase Five. You have Blade with Mahershala Ali as Blade. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also hoping that it's campy and he's got lines like "Motherfucker, are you crazy?" Am I gonna? It was rated PG-13, so you won't be getting that. Well, you won't be getting that. Um, am I going to go see this? Yes. Um, Mahershala Ali and Aaron Pierre by themselves are going to get me into this theater. <laughs> Um, and I'm intrigued. I'm like I said, I'm just I'm just marveled out, man. Yeah. And we even and you even skipped the show that's allegedly coming in between Miss Marvels and Blade, which is Ironheart. I didn't skip it. I just didn't get to it yet. Well, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the next one then? Ironheart coming fall. It's a Disney series. (laughs) Um, I think I'm I'm intrigued by that one. Especially because she's going to be introduced in Black Panther, mm-hmm. I think if you're if you're thinking what is the strongest possible send off into your own show, it's probably starring in, in, in Black, Black Panther, Panther too. Movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not going to hurt. That's a, that's a good jumping off point. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, you got Aaron Hart coming in the fall of 2023. Then sometime in the winter 2023, 2024, you have at the Agatha show, Agatha Coven of Chaos. Probably, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Catherine. Wow. Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn reprising her role as yeah. Agatha from WandaVision. Wow, I'm reading through 15 What's shows. her name? All this. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. The respect you have for good actors is incredible. 
So a whole show focused on her character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I wonder if that's because of what happened at the end of Doctor Strange 2. I think it's purely because of the popularity that came out. After well, London. yes, but I'm just, I mean, like, what is yeah. the plot of? Totally. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, this is where, this is where I'd have so. to echo what, what Terrence was just like, I'm, I'm feeling marveled out. It's like, do we need an Agatha show? But okay. I'll take, I'll take more Agatha sing-along songs. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. Before, show. That's the thing I, I have, you know, I want from these shows, I want them to embrace the fact that they're shows and they can do whatever they want to and not just be, you know, Marvel movie turned into six or seven episodes. Right. And that has a, like a like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, exactly. Because like it started out for me, it started out so strong because WandaVision did do that. WandaVision explored the idea of what's a TV show? What can we do with that to make it different? And then it proceeded to not do that for most of the rest of the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like and like she hulk looks promising as far as well it's a half hour lawyer comedy with fourth wall breaks like those are choices being made like i hope mm-hmm. that works yeah. out to just make it stand out miss marvel was like that too as far as it had ideas that it could stand out with so yeah yeah I, making agatha a completely campy witch show like that's at least something like even if i'm not inherently would be interested in the whole show at yeah. least they're making choices uh speaking of choices 18 episodes for Daredevil oh, Born Again God. Spring 2024. Hey, good job. Good job to Charlie and also Vincent. But 18 is a lot. They said that it was like the, like one season's 18. Like that's the plan or is it, yeah, like, a, or is a, it... like a full TV schedule is like 22, 25. Yeah, so, so, so I want, is that like, is that the whole show as a whole or is it just we're actually releasing 18 episodes over the course of 18 weeks in 2024? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not certain about this. Like that seems like giant overkill like if that's i don't i don't know how i feel about a disney plus version of that character versus more blood spitting i just i think that their approach with netflix gave the it was a a type of character Mm -hmm. you know so i'm i'm not i'm just not sure yeah. what their version of that is going to look like. I mean, they let little Kurt Russell decapitate a guy with a shield on Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, it's, it seems to be getting <laughs> little stuff. Kurt Russell. <laughs> hey, man, he's trying, all right? He's trying to get it out of his dead shadow. <laughs> well, what else is coming up then? After that, you have a movie kicking off the May 2024 Marvel movie thing. You have Captain America, New World Order. Okay. Jeez, 2024. I know. So long. May 2024, too. Yeah. So that's. I'm um, excited that. for this because I'm. You want to. You want. You want to know something I'm. T- I marveled out about mm-hmm. Captain Carter. Get her out the way. <laughs> You're tired of <laughs> she, both of her appearances. Like she gets out of the way. I'm tired. I'm tired of. Cool way. <laughs> of like, he was like he picked up the shield at the end of the show, and then they were like. Here's what if that's all centered around Captain Carter being, you know, doing her Avenger thing. And we're going to change all of our social icons to reflect Captain Carter. And then we're going to put her in this other movie. And then we're going to have rumors about her getting, uh-uh, move, mm-hmm. <laughs> move. <laughs> Let Anthony Mackie have his time. What's yeah. going to be entertaining oh. about this movie is you're going to watch the movie like, why did they have this show again? I could have watched this movie and not watched the show at all and been exactly well, and, the same. And, and you know how I felt yeah, about the show. 
Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Brad, by the way, this is directed by Julius Ona, who did a uh, loose as well as the uh, Cloverfield, Cloverfield, Cloverfield Cole and Super Super Bowl. Oh uh, yeah, the one that which I, I love. Yeah. I know I you still do. like I know it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't dislike it. I just think it's lesser than. But <laughs> but Julius Ona, that was that was an exciting director director announcement. I was happy about. That. Yeah. Um, and then concluding phase five in July 2024, we have Thunderbolts. Boo. Wow. Okay. Which is, which is the kind of supervillain slash anti-hero team up movie. Boo. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. It's concluding the, the phase. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why are you saying boo? What's what do you not like about this? Um, I don't like the way it's been I don't like the way it was set up with Riot Russell's character in <laughs> um Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. I just yeah. don't it, would I be excited to see Julie Louis Dreyfus boss these terrible people around and be like equally terrible, if not worse. Sure, but I'm just I'm I'm t- I'm concerned with the tone. Like I don't want no movie with that dude trying to be a hero, and they already effed up the tone. Hmm. Starting and talking to Winter Soldier. Oh, he's one like sixth of this cast, presumably. Well, yeah, like Yelena. In theory, could be on the could team. And we it. like her. Seems like Tim Roth is all about this these days. Come back as Abomination. Oh God, is he really? Yes, she's in She Hulk. He's around. He's doing. He stuff. was in oh, Shang Chi. He's in Shang Chi. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like what? Taskmaster probably in there, and uh, mm-hmm. what's his name um, from Rush? Um, from Daniel Rush? Brule. Daniel Brule. Yeah. <laughs> Zemo. Yeah. Zemo. Kevin Zemo. Yeah. Just you know the alive villains yeah, that they yeah, have yeah. lying around. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just because and it's it's clear that they want like a, it's a Suicide Squad. Yeah. Right situation um yeah and it's not that you can't like terrible characters i'm just like i don't you know they had that man get this fancy new uniform in a brightly lit room (laughs) as if we didn't watch him decapitate somebody and they were just like okay so this and i'm that just (laughs) i can't do anything with john walker Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't do disagree. Anything. I don't disagree with you because I think the show botched the character, and the example I'm going to provide doesn't do that. Um, but the the best like thought I could have as comparison wise is what they did with Peacemaker, who was an awful person in the Suicide Squad, and then yes, the and whole, I was like, the how in the hell are they gonna make him a show? And the whole arc of, of surrounding him in Peacemaker, the TV series, was rectifying that. You know, was was make was making him come to terms with his actions and writing mm-hmm. reasons. Now, again, the difference is. The the movie, it's not as if they botched the character of the movie, it's just that's who the character was. Where the where yeah. the Winter Soldier, yeah. the character was badly written. <laughs> like so it's that's a different yeah. kind of story. But and I appreciated how I appreciated that. I didn't appreciate what he did to Joel Kinnaman, but I appreciate the character being what he was. Right. Okay, so that's phase five. Uh then of course, oh, you know, Feige, you know, he's, he's like one more thing. He he's not out, done. He does his, you know, he does a Steve Jobs impression, pulls out a little iPod from his pocket and says, I got this other thing here. Um <laughs> phase six. Yeah. Jesus. Um just to, to 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 uh illuminate what would happen during this. There's like the screen pops up, the giant screen he's sitting in front of, and all these dates are on it. There's like, I don't know, seven or eight dates as mm-hmm. far as phase six goes. And not all of them are filled out yet. So we only have three titles announced so far. The beginning and the end of Phase 6. And the beginning is, of course, Fantastic Four. 
coming November 2024. So Phase 5 ends in July. Phase 6 begins in November in the same year. Mm-hmm. So not much of a break. Um, episode with probably like shows and stuff in between. But regardless, Fantastic Four. Nothing else announced about Fantastic Four, just the fact that, once again, we know there's a Fantastic Four movie in the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another way to go on there beyond speculation. Uh, the, the and you know hashtag not John Krasinski is the only thing that I'm saying for Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> please know. I I like John Krasinski. Nothing against him. Big nose. <laughs> um, a nice beard. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um. Terrence, that. we we all had our selection of who we would think would make an, a nice Mr. Fantastic. Do you have one off the top of your head? Oh my gosh. Um the only fan cast I've agreed with is Raul Cooley. Co- That's Both. a good one too. Yeah, I've heard that mm-hmm. one. Just because I like the Fox fan the second Fox Fantastic Four is not good. But I appreciated the wild swing of Miles Teller. Michael B. Jordan. Jamie oh, that Bell. second fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that like, one. Okay. I mean, in the other, Rise of Silver Surfer is not good either. But uh, at least it's, those movies were entertaining. That's and, what I was going to say. They're watchable. <laughs> so, like, I, I just, I want to be surprised. Like, seeing John Krasinski was like, okay, Kevin Foggy is appealing to the fans. But I was like, was that really the best you could do? Well, when he murdered him, that made me pretty happy. So, I mean, yeah, I think it well, like, was pretty good to me. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I but I need, I just need somebody with like a kind of smart ass energy. Like I think that's what Yolan ah, Gruffold okay. brought to it. Um, and I think I, Raul would do a great job. I, I wildly disagree with this assessment of Yolan Gruffold. He was not smart ass at all. He's bland and boring. <laughs> he he Gruffold himself has a smart ass energy. <laughs> oh, he does. Whether... And I was I was because I've watched Horatio Hornblower and I've seen him in other things. I'm like, where's this guy? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's like and, when I watched uh, Eric Bana as Hulk, and then I saw him in like Troy, and I'm like, why wasn't he conflicted in, in this in Hulk as he was in Troy? Like, yeah, yeah, I just you know I 2024. My yeah, you goodness. got some time. We got some time. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. I'm just I'm intrigued by the, the thing I keep pointing out though is like if you have if you have Jonathan Majors as Kang, who's related to Richards, makes me think Fantastic Black is going to be black. I mean, I don't I, great. I, I'm here for it. Yeah. All he need, we can put a, we could put a white streak in his hair. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll probably just look better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, coming out, come, also coming out in phase six. I guess this is more. I mean, it's like a part one, part two kind of thing, or whatever they want to call it. But in May, sure. kicking kicking off the summer for phase six for May 2025, you have Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Lord, all the culmination. Some of the culmination because in November 2025, you have Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah. Closing out the multiverse saga in phase six. Oh, I didn't. Damn, the same year. Yeah, the same year. Yeah. You got two Avengers films beginning the summer and beginning the like the middle of the fall. Yeah. Six months apart. Yeah. Um back to backing it. I don't know how i feel about that there are some dates in between so i can assume there's either a movie or a series or, well i was yeah, where something. is eternals 2 
Well, again, there's a lot of dates that aren't filled out. Yeah, they haven't they haven't explicitly noted that yet. James Dango Shang Chi too. Like, there's nothing explicit. that's that's the other thing. Avengers: King Dynasty is officially being directed by Destin Daniel Cretton of of Shang Chi, of course, and as well as Short Term Twelve. Interesting. So he is officially attached to direct the at least one of these Avengers movies. Um, the Russos are making the Gray Man too. Yeah, they're making a universe. That's not a joke. <laughs> just, so. uh, just, just making sure we, we we throw that out there. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I, people people have bills to pay. Um, good. Yeah, I'm sure it's really tough for them to pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not getting I mean, any residual checks. They need so. they need that diaper money from the you know two of the highest grossing movies ever made. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for. I love Jonathan Majors so. You know, well, they'll they'll murder him in the Kang Dynasty, so we'll be caught after that. One of them. I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe he turns into a good guy, and becomes all family. Yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we kind of know what this particular endpoint is. Because what is Secret Wars about? Secret, Secret Wars, Wars is kind is... of just like all of these Marvel characters kind of come in together to fight. I think it's um, who's the who's the guy in the floaty chair? Modok, but that's and and Modok's in something too. He's in um, Guardians, apparently Guardians Three. Um, I mean, there's, but it's cause, like because there's, diff- there's different mess of superheroes yeah, and stuff. There's different, which is versions. gonna be great. There's different versions. There's, there's like an early Secret Wars. It's like I want to say '80s, but then there's like a newer Secret Wars, which is yeah. probably what this is pulling from, as far as. And it's like the same logic. It's a bunch of heroes going to outer space or a multiverse or whatever yeah. and do a bunch of stuff and they all meet each other. And <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. But we're talking I mean, about like, yeah, Young Avengers. We're talking about like the Avengers. We're talking about like exactly. it could be X-Men. Like, we're talking about any, like all any this variety. Stuff, so. See, I feel like X-Men, unless it's being hidden in this phase six timeline somewhere, that's probably the next thing. That's probably phase seven when they finally I mean, get to X-Men. We're starting to get the term mutants being thrown around. Or, or are they saying non-human or are they saying mutants? No, it said mutant. They, they said mutation, mutation in mutation. Miss Marvel. Yeah. And they play the X-Men theme music again. Um yeah. so, so, so like I'm not I won't be surprised if it comes up in phase six. Right. It feels like if they're making like like the next logical thing if you're doing when you do phase seven would be like having a big like X-Men Avengers right. battle or something like that. Like it, the, it's that'd be great, actually. X-Men versus Avengers. I mean, that'd be great. But as far as like what where this phase is going, like I'm glad because Terrence, like to, to your point and what we've talked about in our special episodes throughout sprinkle throughout this year is just more of I've certainly felt the the fatigue of of having to watch all these series um, and paying attention to them and seeing where they go um, and sort of kind of just questioning like, well, we don't really know where our end point is. And I think there's a lot of fan theories and I'm glad that we kind of know now that great, you know, here we are just gang dynasty and, and uh, secret war. So that's why it feels like there's been a bunch of disparate types of storylines and characters and powers revealed and I guess it, it's all going to make sense. But part of me yeah. is also wondering, like, okay, cool. Um, maybe th- this is actually a really nice way to also not really appease the fans, but kind of get us to, like, the same point that the fans are on the same page of. Just like, great, the reason why we did Shang-Chi was this, and the reason why we did, like, the, this Marvel stuff is this. And here we are, Secret Wars, you know. Um, so it all is going to make sense because they're all involved in this. So I- I'm glad that we finally have a destination. Two years is a long time, though. <laughs> and-, and Aaron, to your point, like, there's still a lot of gaps in that phase six part where it's like, great, there's well, more stuff to watch and more stuff to pay attention to, I guess. I mean, for one thing, you know, the Infinity Saga was 10 years. So two years is not that long. <laughs> I mean, no, I hear you. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also say, and I'm not disagreeing with you as far as there's a lot of this. 
and you know i watch these shows but they're not great and it's <laughs> it's not tiring me out of this because i just it just kind of goes in one ear out the other because uh, I just I just, <laughs> I just concern my things myself with you know things that just matter more to me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's but like if I'm looking at this and thinking about you know the initial Marvel films, it's not like when we were watching Thor or First Avenger, we knew where that was going either. Like we did there, you know, there's mm-hmm. some semblance sure. of there's some semblance of they will all team up because they've hinted at that. But like we didn't know it was going to be a you know Infinity Saga. We didn't know it was going to be Thanos. We didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. So it, granted, there's more movies and expectation but it's not it's not a new thing to like have disparate movies and shows without having a you know an end goal already in mind from our perspective regardless of what their plans are yeah i hear you and again um i think it's, it's a little bit more of just i also i, I think everyone's sort of understanding that this is going to be a phase kind of thing so it's like well we, we are expecting this now because we've been given this, this For sure. before so where is this going, Mr. Feige? Feige? Um, and that's it's, I'm glad that we've been explained where it's going. But again, along the way, uh, Terrence, we're going to have you on the show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. if we, Yeah, because, yeah, I just think I, I think the COVID messed them up a bit. Sure. But I also think I would just be intrigued if like, the dates that they just have in mind for 2020. Like what if, what if Kim Feige was just like, we're just going to make these movies and these shows as best as possible. And then we're going to throw them on a calendar. I know that doesn't help when you work for a company that's publicly held. Sure. Right. And so you have stockholders to be beholden to, but like, you know, things uh, change. uh, I mean, this phase four that we currently have is not the same as the phase four that they announced. I mean, yeah, I'm just just thinking about like the care. I'm thinking about like, the vfx yeah and that's certainly something that has been coming up a lot in the last couple yeah. months uh especially with um uh dr strange and as well as thor the dark or i'm sorry thor Love uh, and thunder but uh i don't know this is this is actually an interesting question that we'll have to save for a later time which is just more of what dc is doing um and how their stuff looks different versus mm-hmm. um, the marvel stuff just from a vfx standpoint or um how they're using FX. But even though- are, you, are you saying that there's going to be a lot of fatigue from from all the, everything that's been going on here? You're just going to have, uh, you're, we're going to be, Marvel's going to own the world. Like they're going to have all the all the industry working for them. And uh, probably it looks good, is what you're saying. Or hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I I won't doubt that they'll certainly put, you know, I I won't be surprised if certain movies get more emphasis than others. You know, I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. that they're gonna. If they're they're coming off of Black Panther being one of the highest grossing movies ever and like mm-hmm. an eight time Oscar nominee, they're not gonna shortchange Wakanda Forever, <laughs> the movie that's gonna mm-hmm. get the most attention. Yeah. Versus, you know, what whatever's going on with like Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Like, sure. no doubt these will look fine. <laughs> like they're they're at the very least. And that's you know that that's being. That's being un- under generous. Like they'll look pretty good, I'm sure. Like regardless mm-hmm. of the practices involved to get them to look that good, they'll still look as good as they do. Mm-hmm. But it won't, you know, it won't be surprising me if Black Panther, what kind of ever looks, you know, fantastic, while yeah. something less proven uh, doesn't get, you know, that same kind of attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These things like that. This, 
DC stuff's like a whole different area because there's so many different, like for one thing, there's so many different, like, you know, there's the new line segment of those DC studios. Yeah. It's like still confusing to me as far as like Shazam, and Black Adam, they belong to new line, but then you have like Aquaman and then, and then they're like, you know, they have all these different spins as far as which right. continuities met. Not that like I'm sitting here like trying to draw a fucking map like Charlie and <laughs> that's always sunny in Philadelphia and draw straight. sunny. Yeah. But it's like, it's pretty simple oh, they're, to, get to they're, comprehend. They're, they're making their choice. I mean, as far they as are. Yeah. Well, we have a we have a Batman and a Joker, and they're their own thing. Also, we have a Batman in this universe, and he's and they're all, their own thing. Yeah, he's running exactly. around the Flash. Uh, you know all that. And Michael Keaton's here for some reason. So I mean, like it's yeah. doing their thing. More power to him. As long as the movies are yeah. good, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Problem is, the movies aren't, aren't always good. That's that's the thing. You know? <laughs> I think they're turning a new a new page. Hopefully, they're they're getting a lot better. Um. I mean, yeah, I, I, now that we know four, five, and six, I guess let's put on our running shoes and run this marathon. Uh, but are there other announcements that, that you want to touch on, Aaron? Uh, well, actually, real quick, let me ask you yeah. a question. We have five for five and six only, because I can just assume okay. we all want to see Black Panther the River. What's the movie that excites you the most out of this lineup of stuff? Or show, I guess, for that matter. But I have a feeling that none of your issues the shows. Oh, Jesus, let me pull. Yeah. Let me pull the timeline back up. Ant Man, <laughs> Guardians, the Marvels. Blade, I just closed the window. Captain, yeah. Thunderbolts, four. Not that one. Avengers, Avengers. <laughs> I think it. I think it's a little bit more in the more uh, forward stuff. It's Guardians three. I agree. Because of you know the controversy that James Gunn had. Um, not not specifically because of what he did, but more just like like what you said earlier, he had a specific vision for one, two, and three, and because he knows this is the end, and you know there's a lot of stuff going on. I think this hopefully he he gave it a lot, um, and the cast really seems like they really backed him up. So hopefully they're giving it a lot too. And I'm curious to see how that one's gonna go because I for a ragtag team that I was just like I don't know who these people are. But here's a raccoon with a machine gun. Um, and I've grown to love them quite a bit. So I'm excited to see how they're gonna sort of end this off because Batista's kind of said that he's kind of over, you know, the the five hours in makeup and all this other stuff. I don't so, blame him. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, man. Um so I, I would be curious to see how Guardians goes. And also from a visual standpoint, I did that we or at least um uh in the reviews for one and two, we've said like, hey, gun has certainly a, a visual style that you don't really see a lot of in the rest of the MCU. So I'd love to see how that kind of continues, but, you know, just to see what the arc is for this third one. Um, I would love to, to kind of go there. Everything you said, I agree with. Hmm. And it's just the same that they'll have to kill Drax in the next card. <laughs> oh, no! What if he just goes away with baby Groot? You know, they can just like go do their own thing. That's, <laughs> You're so mean. Um, <laughs> How else do you get rid of characters, man? Well, you, you don't want to hear my theory on Captain America New World Order where they decapitate Bucky and show his head on a pike somewhere. Uh, well, Sebastian Stan is Emmy nominated now, so I think that would make sense. Um, I guess I'm... I guess I'm most excited for the Marvels. Okay. I really like Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. I like Tiana Paris. I want Brie Larson to be in a good movie. I mean, she's got all that Nissan money, though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just intrigued by like the ensemble nature of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, 
And I also like, I mean, whatever you thought of Candyman, the direction and the look of that movie was, I was really like, neat. Casa is a really good director too. Ooh, the script of it was raggedy, but <laughs> you are you are right. The direction was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right. Um, well, I know we've been going long on this, and there, you know, there's other things that ha- I mean, we there is the DC stuff that happened. Uh, do you, yeah. Is there? You have any thoughts on the Shazam trailer that we saw? I watched it. I was just like, okay, I guess we're gonna get another Shazam. It seems kind of fun and goofy, but um, it looks fun. Yeah, say this. I like Shazam quite a bit. I like this trailer. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked that. There's more Jaimon Hansu, to be honest. I, I, because I didn't know he was back, and so I'm. I didn't know I, he was back either. I. I also liked that because I thought that I, he yeah. was just like gone. Yeah, I thought he died. <laughs> so I, I don't know how stuff works. He's <laughs> just back. He's got some jokes. You know, he, he's got a big, big old scruffy beard. Yeah, all that works for me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I liked I like Shazam a lot. So like, I I put it's in the top three of this current DC universe as far as I'm concerned. So like, yeah, yep. more of this, and I I really mm. like I really like David S. Sandberg as a director and just a, a a guy that likes to let people know how films work. I think is a very interesting presence. <laughs> so it's I just curious to see more of his energy in this universe. Yeah. I think from from the other trailers that we saw at Comic Con or that were sort of talked about, the only one that I would want to ask you guys about is John McFour. Um, this is a trailer that has come out, and I think that this is sort of a this entire franchise has kind of been one that was sort of quiet. I remember way back when when Jack One came out, um, friend of the show Scott Mendelson was like it was it was probably the most fun experience that he had in the theaters. And then I went to go see it like the following week, and I was like, Scott's totally right. Maybe I should pay more attention to him. Uh, but John Wick Four, mm-hmm. the trailer looks incredible, like. All the the action sequences, all the stuff, who they have coming in as like a stunt team, but also people that have been in these martial arts movies before. Um, Johnny Yen, um, I forget who else, but it looks great. And I'm really excited to see it. I'm glad that people have kind of caught up on the train of John Wick. But uh, there's some people that still have they? Holding, I, I know there's still some people that are holding out. They're just like, I don't care about this. And that's fine too, but who is this? They we're talking about John Wick Four. I know. <laughs> wait, wait, there, there's, some... there, there's not a, I... a, a big thing of people that aren't in John Wick. Do, <laughs> caring about this movie is I John Wick Three was bad. He's he's going he's going on a spiritual journey, Terrence. I'm I not mean, going to defend I mean, him. I disagree. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. He's got some things <laughs> to do. Yeah, it was bad. Some turns, yeah. but you know, Donnie Yen and Keanu. Shooting bullets at each other and blocking them with swords and their suits fun. and bulletproof suits. Yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. So, uh, is Halle Berry back? Uh, I don't know. She kind of left in the third one um, after I mean, she had to complete her task with John. So, well, we don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah, she could be back. I mean, she's got to go get more German Shepherds. I'm still curious if Common and Ruby Rose come back from two at some point since they're alive out there somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, what about you guys? Any, any remaining stuff, uh, trailers that you guys are just like, totally, I'm on board. Uh, it, you know, it's funny because there wasn't like a lot, like as far as no. stuff goes. Yeah. It was, and for a variety a lot of, of physical reasons. announcements. Yeah, for a variety of reasons, I'm of, sure. Of but, trailer. Yeah. But yeah, but so as far as like other stuff that premiered, like I know Dungeons and Dragons had a huge presence. They had a huge panel there. Mm-hmm. I, I I have. I like people involved with it, but it didn't, you know, move the needle on me for me as far as 
you know, because I stand the the uh, Justin Whalen, uh, uh, Marlon Wayne's uh, Dungeons and Dragons, obviously. So, uh, are, are you a Dungeons and Dragons fan or player? I have. It's just like Star Trek to me. I have nothing against it. Just not my thing. Okay. Got it. Okay, it's a fun game. I've been told I'd be a good dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think you would actually. Yeah, you should play it too. This means I gotta you'd have to study and do all this stuff. No, you just make shit up <laughs> as you go. You get you get a book. You get a guidebook. Uh, Terrence, you love the final season of Game of Thrones. What do you think of House of Dragon? Now, don't <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> we stand how, the best for last, Terrence. How dare you? What? <laughs> this is a simple question. You like how all, dare all you. you? You watch every episode and say all of these count, and then you are like, "When's the next one coming?" I. <laughs> the fact that you would even joke about me liking the last season of Game of Thrones is so disrespectful um, because it was garbage. Uh, <laughs> arguably the worst ending of a show ever. Yeah, um, but they had the b no. of them reading the script. And, <laughs> I, I, have, know, I have seen Dexter. <laughs> I've seen the end of Dexter. Arguably, <laughs> but you got... Didn't you get a new series that apparently yeah. ended? Which is which is which is a lot better. So Kurt, yes, I guess Kurt now if we if we count this. Yeah, no, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was like, you remember all of that investment that you put into the show, damn near ten years of your life. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> um, House of Dragon. Uh, I, I so I watched. I did watch the trailer. It's. I don't. I don't know what to make of it. I'm not gonna watch because I, I just. Oh. I'm not going to be put back through that mess again because, and then I'm already seeing, I was like, Oh, so like you had me watch the first show, which was about this Targaryen woman who wanted to rule on the iron throne. And then she didn't get to do it. So now you want me to watch the prequel where one of them is supposed to be named the heir and they're going to be fighting over it and she's not going to get to do it. So what's the point? Because because there's dragons. It's not and... about the it's it's about the journey, Terrence. <laughs> the destination. The destination. Uh, no, the first. I love the that first... you're like dadding. You're dadding, Terrence. Like it's about the journey, son. The first <laughs> version of Game of Thrones proved that it, it is about the destination because you could go on this great journey and end up in a pile of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I just I'm just not I'm not a big. I was I came to Game of Thrones through the show, mm-hmm. um, you know. So I'm just like I'm just not. I don't want to return to Westeros. I have I just have no interest. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, it, it's too bad you're not getting a very expensive fantasy series to go out, come out and coming out very close to it at the same yeah. time. Yeah, and it was shady as hell for them to put the air date that close to Rings of Power. <laughs> They knew exactly what they were doing when they were when they did that. So these streaming wars are serious, man. Yeah, that uh, if it's if it that show probably could have come out now, honestly. Or House of the Dragon. House of Dragon. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, well, they got Westworld right now. You don't have time for dragons. <laughs> Westworld, yeah. which I haven't watched this last episode, but it's surprisingly good. This it's season. quite solid. I'm enjoying it. Okay. But again, I don't watch TV the same as you. My heart's not in it. I just watch, you know, for the most part. There's what? Shows, there's shows that I like, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, I watched an episode. I was satisfied. I move on with my life. Your <laughs> heart's not in it. If Camp Cretaceous, <laughs> the second best Jurassic Park related project, were to just turn to utter trash, would you not be disheartened? Not really. 
because it's part of the Jurassic franchise. <laughs> I mean, that's it's be Ooh. it'd be par for the course <laughs> if, if it turned out to be like that's true. That was probably terrible. not a good example. I'm trying to think of what other TV show that you like that if it just went bad that you would uh, the Saracana Chronicles. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. Big oof. Oof. That well, Terrence, good show. you made it. You made I it did. out of the 90 degree weather. <laughs> wearing three costumes and then the fourth day you're just like fuck it i'm gonna wear my, my work clothes because it's too fucking hot and you made it out of hall h with all those people and all that star power are you going again next year and do you have a preconceived uh notion of what what a costume is going to be something uh, yes <laughs> i no something from house of dragon i it goes, it goes matt smith I will. Uh, um, I actually almost got ran over by Matt Smith and his bodyguard one time at Comic Con. Um, was he dancing like he was? In, uh, no, he was on the way to the Omni, and I was trying to go the opposite way, and they nearly like just bowled me over, and I was like, "What the hell?" What Not was that, bitch. Doctor Who? Um, I am going next year. Okay, provided Comic Con approves this press pass. Yeah. Um, and, and we're not facing another like giant pandemic. Yeah, and I do have a, an idea of something that time. I might wear. I do have an idea of something that I might wear during the convention. Anything yes. you can tease us with? Agatha? <laughs> it was Agatha all along! No, but a... Uh, in a similar witch uh, sorceress vein, maybe. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So not Namor. <laughs> no, although I, I told all of my friends, one of my goals... Is I is to get in shape, name more shape, so I could start dressing like a whore because I'm tired <laughs> of wearing uh, these costumes that are so incredibly hot. I want to have the body, <laughs> so I can do the name more amount of clothing. Do Wolverine? Yes. Let me do. Let me do a shirtless costume. Yeah. I'm tired of sweating. <laughs> Weapon X Wolverine with like the the sam- uh, cyborg helmet on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like wearing underwear <laughs> well i'm glad that you had a good time uh thanks for spending the time with us to talk about san Diego comic-con um yeah. aaron well, are you looking to go next year i don't know probably not because <laughs> okay. uh, you're pretty close it's a whole thing <laughs> fair enough fair enough. um what it's not like it's one of the most expensive events you'll attend during the year and the food is overpriced and <laughs> it, it you know you have to travel down there and it's hot and sweaty and gross and you have to wait in line the whole time it's not it, that all of that is you know that doesn't happen there it's the grossness oh, it, that doesn't help that's that's the that's the thing yes it's, it's, oh, it's a really well run event is what you're saying i mean it is a well i mean it is a well run event i mean that yeah. i mean you can't but you can't help what you know how people's physical condition is. I mean, it's still a well-run events. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So you're telling these hoes they need to put on deodorant. <laughs> I'm not telling them anything to do. They just should be doing this. That's all. <laughs> it's a hot day. Come on, man. Think of your fellow man. Well, with all oh, of that woman. in mind, that thank you. That's that's gonna do it for this week's episode. This bonus episode about now with her. Yeah. Uh, you can find more of my work, my personal blog, thecodezeek.com. Everything I do ends up over there. I'm on League of Entertainment and Why So Blue, some variety stuff occasionally, and on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Abe? Instagram, Abe.Moo, and Twitter.com slash Walrus Moose. Uh, Terrence Johnson, where can people find more of you online? Lenoirto.net, L-E-N-O-I-R-A-U-T-E-U-R.net, and Terrence B. Johnson on Twitter and Instagram. Great. 
you know, you can find all the other episodes of our podcast. Yeah, we're, we're online. On, and we're on the socials and all that. Um, once again, Terrence, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Terrence. It was a lot of fun. We will be back soon enough to talk about a variety of new uh, smaller releases, as well as uh, in the coming week's Bullet Train and whatever other remaining bigger movies of the summer there are. But that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next time, so long. And goodbye. So while I'm gone.